Well, well, uh, the shop around the corner, they call this story. And you know whose shop? Uh, Matushik and Company, novelties and leatherware. Best of its kind in Budapest. Oh, it really is. <laughs> Wonderful values at all times. In fact, I, I don't know how Matushik and Company does it. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> well, uh, I'm Matushik. <laughs> Anyhow, it, it all happened in my store. Oh, practically all. That's why I'm telling it. Well, this is the story of two young people of whom I am very fond, Clara and Martin. Clara is very attractive. She's most attractive and, uh, and an excellent sales girl. But Martin and Clara haven't gotten on it all from the very first day she came to work for me. A professional jealousy on Martin's part, because no head clerk likes to have an assistant, especially such a pretty assistant, outsell him. Oh, Miss Novak, um, whatever became of those musical cigarette boxes that nobody ever buys? I just sold the last one, Mr. Martin. Oh. Uh, can I show you something, madam? Oh, no, thank you. I prefer to have the young lady wait on me. Oh. Well, I've had a pretty good day. My sales come to exactly 176 Cronin. Hmm. My sales come to 250 Cronin. Oh. Uh, yes, uh, you uh, you can easily see how these little occurrences would hardly make for a beautiful friendship. Uh, but all this didn't seem very important to Martin these days. He had something else on his mind. Uh, Martin was living in a romantic plane, far above the everyday routine of Matushik and Company. I found that out one day when I chanced to overhear him talking with a fellow clerk named Pirovich. Want to hear something nice, Pirovich? Yes, yes. What is it? It's a letter from a girl. Now listen. My heart was trembling as I walked into the post office, and there you were, lying in box 237, and I took you out of your envelope and read you. I read you right there. Oh, dear friend. Well, what is all this? Well, you see, I, I I was looking through the ads in the Sunday paper, and I got on the wrong page, and I ran across this ad. Here, here, let me show it to you. See? Modern girl wishes to correspond on cultural subjects anonymously with intelligent, sympathetic young man. Address, dear friend. Post Office 15, Box 237. Now we've exchanged four letters... And Pirovich, she's no ordinary girl. Now listen to this. Are you tall or short? Are your eyes brown? Are they blue? Now don't tell me. What does it matter so long as our minds meet? You're right. It is beautiful, yes. Now listen. What are men and women for but to rise above the stupid necessities of the eight-hour day? That sounds very nice, Martin, but you really shouldn't. Oh, excuse me, Pirovich. Uh, Miss Novak, where do you think you're going? I'm going home, Mr. Martin. It's six o'clock. It's five minutes of six. This store does not close for another five minutes. 
I'm afraid, Miss Novak, that you don't take your work very seriously. Oh, don't I? No. No, and I don't like your attitude. Listen, let me tell you something. Yes, and while I think of it, I don't like the clothes you've been wearing in the store. For instance, that yellow blouse with the light green dots you had on yesterday. That was a green blouse with light yellow dots, and everybody else thought it was very becoming. Yes? Yes, well, I... And I don't remember that I ever remarked about your neckties. And believe me, Mr. Martin, if you think I couldn't say anything about your neckties, so I'll thank you to leave my blouse alone. It's none of your business. Well, I'm very sorry, but Mr. Matushik seems to think it is my business. Oh, yes, that's right. I'm working under you. Well, from now on, I'll telephone you every morning to describe just exactly what I'm going to wear. And before I select my next season's wardrobe, my dressmaker will submit samples for you. Imagine you dictating what I should wear. Well, for heaven's sakes, I don't care what you wear. If you want to look like a pony in the circus, all right. Listen, I sold as much goods yesterday as anybody else in the place. 197 Cronin isn't bad for a rainy Friday three weeks before Christmas. Did you tell that to Mr. Matushek? I did. What did he say? He said, tell her not to come in that blouse anymore. Tell him I won't. I will. Come, come, come. Always fighting you two. Why don't you try to get along better? I'd like to know who could get along with a man like him. Oh, it is now exactly six o'clock, Mr. Martin. May I go? Yes, Miss Novak. Oh, thank you very much. Stubborn little female. I don't know why we ever hired that girl. Now, don't get yourself all worked up. Calm down. Sure, sure. What do I care about a girl like that anyway? Forget her. Uh, Tell me more about that girl you've been writing to. You know, dear friend. Hmm? What? Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, Pirovich, she's wonderful. She's, well, you know, after a while in our letters, we, we came to the subject of love. Well, naturally, on a very cultural level. Well, what else can you do in a letter? Yeah, yeah, that's right. But Pirovich, she's the most marvelous girl in the world. She has such ideals, such a point of view on things. Why, she's so far above the girls you meet today, there's, there's simply no comparison. Hmm, you really like her, don't you? I hope I will. What do you mean? You love a girl and you don't know if you like her? That's right, Pirovich. That's just the question. You see, I... I... I haven't met her yet. You haven't? What? After all this time? I postponed it again and again. I... I'm scared, Pirovich. You see, this girl thinks I'm the most wonderful person in the world, and after all, there's a chance she might be disappointed. Hmm, I see... Yes, but tonight I'm taking the risk. I'm meeting her tonight at 8 o'clock in a cafe. She's going to have a copy of Tolstoy's Anna Karenina and a red carnation for a bookmark. I haven't slept for days. I'm sure she'll be beautiful. Well, not too beautiful. What chance would there be for a fellow like me? What do you want, a homely girl? No, 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 no. Just a, a lovely average girl, that's all. <laughs> that's uh, that's the clock in the back of my shop striking 8 p.m. And that's exactly the hour Martin was to meet dear friend for the first time at the cafe. Well, 
when the time came, Martin didn't feel quite so brave, so he asked Pirovich to come along to give him moral support. And even after he got there, he was afraid to go in. He stood with Pirovich in a shadow outside the front window and peered in. He wanted Pirovich to see if he could spot a girl with a red carnation for a bookmark. See anything? Not yet. Oh, there's a beautiful girl. Really? Very beautiful, but no book. Oh, too bad. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I think I see it. Right here under the window, yeah. Anna Karenina by Tolstoy. And the carnation. Yes, yes. Uh, what, what does she look like? Well, I, I can't see her face. She's sitting behind the clothes rack. There's a cup of coffee on the table. She's taking a piece of cake. Martin, she's dunking. Well, why shouldn't she? Uh, all right. What else, Pirovich? How does she look? Well, I can't see her face yet. Don't, don't shove me, Martin. I, uh, oh, uh, she's leaning forward now. She. Well, can you see her? Yes. Is she pretty? Very pretty. She is, huh? Uh, I would say she looks. She has a little of the colouring of Clara. Clara? Oh, you mean Miss Novak in the shop? Well, Martin, you, you must admit that Clara is a good-looking girl, and, and personally, I've always found her a very likeable girl. Well, this is a fine time to be talking about Miss Novak. Well, if you don't like Miss Novak, I can tell you right now you won't like this girl. Why? Because it is Miss Novak. <laughs> well, Martin was all for turning on his heel and starting home, but his friend Pirovich pointed out that Miss Novak had written those letters and it really wasn't fair to the girl to leave her waiting there. Much against his will, Martin finally agreed to go inside the cafe and talk to Miss Novak. Well, hello, Miss Novak. Oh, good evening, Mr. Martin. Well, this is quite a coincidence. I had an appointment. You haven't seen Mr. Pervich by any chance, have you? No, no, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I guess I'll wait. Mind if I sit down here? Yes, I do, please. Oh, Mr. Martin, I, I have an appointment, too. Oh, uh, well, there's no harm in just sitting here, is there? I, I see you're, uh, you're reading Tolstoy's Anna Karenina. Yes. Anything against it? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I never expected to meet you in a cafe with Tolstoy. And that's quite a surprise. I didn't know you went in for the higher literature. Yes? Well, there are many things you don't know about me, Mr. Martin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read Crime and Punishment by Dostoyevsky? No, I haven't. I have. Yeah. Lots of things you don't know about me, too, Miss Novak. You know, people... People seldom go to the trouble of scratching the surface of things to find the inward truth. Really, Mr. Martin? I wouldn't care at all to scratch your surface. Probably because I know exactly what I'd find. A handbag instead of a heart. A suitcase instead of a soul. Instead of an intellect, a cigarette lighter. That doesn't work. Hmm. Yeah, that's... That's very well put. 
Comparing my intellect with a cigarette lighter that doesn't work, that's... That's a very interesting mixture of poetry and meanness. Meanness? Oh, now, now, don't... Don't misunderstand, Miss Novak. I thought I told you I was expecting somebody. Uh, listen, listen, if your party doesn't show up, wouldn't I... Oh, don't worry about that, Mr. Martin. My party will show up. It's really not necessary for you to entertain me. Well, let me tell you something, Miss Novak. You may have beautiful thoughts, but you certainly hide them. And as far as your actions are concerned, you're cold and snippy like an old maid, and you're going to have a terrible time finding a man to fall in love with you. I? An old maid? Oh, no man will fall in love with me. Really, Mr. Martin, you're getting funnier every minute. Why, I could show you letters that would open your eyes. No, maybe not. You probably wouldn't understand what's in them. They're written by a type of man so far above you, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I have to laugh when I think of you calling me an old maid. You, you little insignificant clerk. It on the head was a terrible blow to Martin when he looked in the window of the cafe and discovered the unknown girl he'd been writing to for so many weeks was none other than his fellow clerk, Clara. But it was more of a blow to Clara when, after Martin left, she waited two hours and that her dream prince didn't show up. Oh, uh, she took it hard, poor child. Uh, you, uh, you know how girls are, especially the dreamer type, like Clara. Oh, I, um, I once knew a girl, uh, before I was married, that, uh, uh, yes, well, <laughs> that, that, that's another story, uh, another program. Uh, well, uh, Clara, as I say, uh, took it very hard. She even stayed home from work. She was so upset. Martin felt pretty bad about this, so he decided he ought to call on her. Uh, strictly in the line of duty, of course. Well, good evening, Miss Novak. Oh, good evening, Mr. Martin. Come in. Thank you. How are you, young lady? I'm all right, Mr. Martin. Sorry I couldn't come to work. Oh, that's all right. Now you must take care of yourself. I'm sure I'll be all right in a day or two. But that doesn't mean that you should neglect yourself. Uh, now you see, I feel pretty responsible for the whole thing. You? Oh, no, Mr. Martin. Oh, no. I think I can relieve your mind. It wasn't your fault at all. No, there's a much bigger reason, unfortunately. A psychological reason. But it's my personal problem, and I'll come out of it. It's just one of those things. Oh, I'm very sorry. That's really a shame that you have to go through all this. But of course, so long as it's only psychological. Only psychological? Mr. Martin, it's true. We are in the same room, but we are not in the same planet. Miss Novak, I... Although I'm the victim of your remark, I, I must admire your exquisite way of expressing yourself. You uh, certainly know how to put a man in his planet. Yes, come in. Here, Clara, a special delivery letter has just come for you. Oh, really? Thank you, Aunt Anna. I hope it's good news. Well, Mr. Martin, it certainly was kind of you to drop in, but I, I, I don't want you to spoil your evening. 
Oh, no, I have lots of time. You go right ahead with your letter. Don't pay any attention to me. Well, if you don't mind. Oh. It's good news? Oh, wonderful news, Mr. Martin. You know, if I weren't feeling so wonderful right now, I could be very mad with you. With me? Why? Why? Because you really spoiled my date the other night. I wasn't so wrong when I asked you not to sit down at my table. You see, this gentleman did come to the cafe. He looked in the window, saw us together, and he misunderstood. Oh, you mean, you mean he thought you and I were friends? Yes, he must have. Listen to what he writes. Tell me, who is this very attractive young man? He's... He's just the type women fall for. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I caused you so much trouble. I'll straighten it out. Let him feel a little jealous. It won't hurt him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doesn't seem to be much of a man, this friend of yours. He walks away. He's, He's afraid to come over to the table because another man's sitting there. Mr. Martin, he was not afraid, I can assure you. He's tactful. He's sensitive. He's not the kind of a man who would sit at a table uninvited. Really? It's difficult to explain a man like him to a man like you. Where you would say black, he would say white. Where you would say ugly, he says beautiful. And where you would say old maid, he says... uh, Listen, here. Uh... Eyes that sparkle with fire and mystery... Oh. Vivacious. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Mm. He says I make him think of gypsy music. <laughs> well, um, I suppose there's nothing left for me to say except that I wish you a very Merry Christmas, both of you. Thank you, Mr. Martin. Well, good night, Miss Novak. Good night, Mr. Martin. Well... Clara showed up for work all right and worked like fury. She told everybody, including Martin and me, that she had an engagement for dinner on Christmas Eve and she was all excited about it. Well, when the shop closed after a record-breaking day before Christmas, only Clara and Martin were left. Oh, um, before you go, Miss Novak, uh... Do you want to see something? Hmm? Uh, Look, look, how do you like this gold locket? Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, well, why don't you try it on? I'd sort of like to see what it looks like on a girl. I didn't know you had a girlfriend. Oh, yes, yes, I... uh, Probably not easy for you to imagine that somebody would like a man my type, but... Oh, Mr. Martin, don't let's start all over again. It's Christmas, and I'd like to be friends with you. Listen... Do you mind if I tell you something? No, no, not at all. When I first started to work here, you know, uh, something very strange happened to me. I found myself looking at you again and again. I just couldn't take my eyes off you. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. All the time, I was saying to myself, Clara Novak, what's the matter with you? Mr. Martin is not a particularly attractive man. I hope you don't mind. No, 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 not at all. And listen, now comes a paradox. I caught myself 
falling for you. I can't believe it. Yes, Mr. Martin. In those first few weeks, well, there were moments when you could have swept me off my feet. There were? Yes. Well, you see, really, I was a different girl then. I was rather naive. All my knowledge came from books, and I'd just read a novel about an actress who, when she wanted to arouse a man's interest, she treated him like a dog. Oh, that's true. You treated me like a dog, all right. Yes, but instead of licking my hand, you barked. Oh, well, well, <laughs> that's all forgotten now, isn't it? Oh, well, and now you go to see your girlfriend. By the way, is it serious? Yes. Yes, very. Oh, we might both be engaged Monday morning. I think we will. Oh, I, I don't want you to misunderstand. In my case, I just say it might happen. You see, he's coming to my house tonight to see me at eight o'clock. As a matter of fact, I can tell you that it will happen. What? How do you know? Oh, I, I won't go into that. Mr. Martin, what do you mean it will happen? Well, I, uh, I might just as well tell you. He came to see me. Who? Well, your fiancé. He came last night. What? Now, you shouldn't have told him who I am. You see, I spent a very uncomfortable hour. He apparently didn't believe it when you wrote him that I meant nothing to you, you see. I can't get it into my head. Coming to see you? Oh, no. That doesn't sound like him at all. Oh, no. But I, uh, I, I straightened everything out. It's all right. Now, don't worry. In a little while, you'll be Mrs. Popkin. Mrs. Popkin? Popkin? Uh, why, wasn't that his name, Popkin? I thought that, uh, that's what he told me. Oh, Popkin. Oh, yes, 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 that's right. Popkin. Oh, and a very nice fellow. Very nice. I congratulate you. Yes, thank you. I, I think he's a very attractive man, don't you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. For his type, I, I would say, yes, yes. Uh, would you really classify him as a, a definite type? Absolutely. And don't you try and change him now. Don't put him on a diet. Don't... Would you call him fat? Well, that's a matter of opinion. Now, if, if I were a girl and had to choose between a young, good-for-nothing with lots of hair and a fine, solid, mature citizen, I'd pick Matthias Popkin every time. But he has a fine mind, don't you think? Uh, didn't he impress you as being rather witty? Hmm, well, uh, I, I don't... He, um... He struck me as being sort of depressed. Uh, but of course, it's unfair to judge a man who's out of a job. Out of a job? Oh, he never told me. Well, that shows how sensitive he is. But don't worry. Now he feels that both of you can live very nicely on your salary. This is terrible. Oh, I'm outraged. I never dreamed he was uh, materialistic like this. If you could read his letters, such ideals, why... I could quote you passages. To love is, is to be two and yet one. A, a man, man and a woman blended as angels, heaven itself. How did you know that? That's by Victor Hugo. He stole that. Oh, no. I thought I was the inspiration of all those beautiful thoughts. Now I find he was just copying the words out of a book. He probably didn't mean a single one of them. Oh, I'm sorry you feel this way. I, I, I hate to think that I spoiled your Christmas. That's all right. I, I guess I really ought to thank you. Well, I guess I'd better be going. Oh, Clara, 
If I'd known in the beginning how you really felt about me, things would have been different. You know what I wish would happen? When your bell rings at eight o'clock tonight and you open the door, instead of Popkin, I come in. It's very sweet of you to try to cheer me up, but I think we'd better say goodnight. You have an engagement. Yes, and so have I. And we shouldn't be late. Please go away, Mr. Popkin. Oh. You? What are you doing here? Popkin's right on time. He's not here yet, and I'll thank you not to joke about it. Clara? Clara, couldn't I take his place? Please, you're only making it more difficult for me. Oh, Clara, my darling... Oh, no, you mustn't put your arms around me. Dearest, sweetest Clara, I I can't stand it any longer. Please take your key. Please. Open post office box 237. No. And take me out of my envelope. Really? And kiss me. You mustn't. Box 237? Dear friend. You? Dear friend? Oh, my darling. Mr. Popkin? Dear Mr. Popkin. Yeah, well, that's about the size of it. Of course, they got married. They're very happy now, those two. And now, if you should ever need some very fine leather goods or anything in the novelty line, be sure to stop by Matushigan Company. This has been a Naples Players Radio Theater presentation. If you have enjoyed this production, please let others know. You can always follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And don't forget, you can always see what's happening at the Naples Players by visiting our website, www.naplesplayers.org.